Day 22, why do we have to fight for it? <laughs> In Exodus 23, 29 to 30, I will not drive them out from before you in one year, lest the land become desolate and the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. Little by little, I will drive them out from before you until you have increased and you inherit the land. Now, I like suddenlies. I'm sure you like suddenlies. It's that breakthrough. It's that immediate happening. It's that instantaneous deliverance. And God does it. God does it. And I love that. And there's a lot of things, though, in our lives where we have to fight for it. Think about, again, Moses sending out 12 spies to spy out the promised land in Numbers 13. And they had just left Egypt, and so they send them out, and 10 of them didn't understand their assignment. They all come back after 40 days, and they, they broke up into two groups of people. Two groups of people saw the exact same set of circumstances and put a different conclusion on what they saw. So I want to say it again. Uh, the circumstances in our lives are almost always not as important as the conclusion that we place on it. Let me say that again. The circumstances in our lives are almost always not as important as the conclusions that we place on it. The circumstance of your marriage, your finances, your nation, your city, your health is not probably not as important as the conclusion that you place on that. And so the 10 spies, I mean, they said, it's a great place, but we're not able. The two spies, Joshua and Caleb, and I know I'm talking to Joshua and Caleb's right now. You are a Joshua and a Caleb. They had a different report. It's fascinating that the 10, the Bible says in Numbers 13, they gave an evil report about the land. Because what they did is they magnified the problem instead of magnifying the Lord. Joy people magnify the Lord. They don't magnify the problem. We don't deny the problem. We just don't magnify it. And they talk themselves out right into unbelief. And they, they, their negative report, their evil report, caused 40 years of wandering. And so you think, well, if God's promised it to us, why do we have to fight for it? Well, there's so much in that. I mean, we... In the New Covenant, Ephesians 6, 17 says, take up the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. It's called the sword because we're supposed to kill something with it. And in the New Covenant, we don't face giants, literal giants. We, the giants we defeat are mindsets, pessimism, procrastination, victim mindset, unworthiness, shame, fear, worry. Discouragement, disappointment, impulsiveness. These are what we kill with the Word of God in our lives. And we fight. It's, and I'll say it this way, it's in 
the fight that we developed the character to be able to contain and increase what's given to us, what the promises, the finances, the favor, the power. Our load-bearing capacity increases in the fight. And as our load-bearing capacity increases, then we are able to have the wineskin to not be blown up by the new wine that comes into our lives. James 1-2 says, Consider it pure joy, my brethren, when you fall into various trials, knowing. It says, knowing that the testing of your faith, it produces something produces something powerful. And, and then it says at the end, you're lacking nothing. In verse four, it goes through this process. You, you get perseverance and, and all of that. And so we're not passive. We don't say whatever will be, will be. We resist the devil, he'll flee from us. But there's a fight. We build the muscle. We build spiritual muscle. We build soul muscle. By pushing against resistance with the word, with the promises of God. As we serve the Lord with gladness now, and uh, gladness again is one of the indicators, you know, regular gladness is one of the indicators we've passed the test at the level we're at right now, and we're ready for more. A chronic lack of gladness in the level we're at right now proves we're not really ready for a higher thing. <laughs> Jeremiah said these, these sobering words. If we, if we can't run with the footman, how are we going to run with the horseman? So why do we fight? Why do we have to fight for our healing? Why do we have to fight for... Um, why do we have to fight for good relationships? Why do we need to fight for joy, to possess joy? Because it's in the fight that we do, we get, we get it. We get the strength. And so I bless you today with tenacity, just tenacity, a never-give-up attitude. Never give up, never give up, never give up. Because the fight is worth it. I've released just a revelation of the rhema words of God over you that will incredibly cause you to overcome and possess in Jesus' name.